Hey, Money Goes on Trees family. It is, of course, your producer, Phil Better here. Just going to give you a last bit of a recap. So, in episode one, we learned about how Lloyd's father had a tragic accident, uh, which spurred him to be per- to pursue his dream of crushing a hundred policies in a week. And then we learned about his mentorship in season uh, episode two. But now, in episode three, we learned about the highs and lows of the insurance world. But now, let's go on and listen to the next episode. Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. I've yeah. watched your generation and I'm watching the next generation and I'm meeting them as well and I'm seeing the, the changes that are taking place and I believe that, you know, they, we talk about, you know, my generation, the baby boomers, I believe your generation and the one after, you know, they're going to be dynamic because of the way the world is today and the way that the technology is today and the way that, you know, the mindset is going to continue to change and the way that people do business. And, uh, you know, we're seeing things like electric cars come along and the way they're delivered these days, you know, and property's going to be the same. You know, at the moment, we've got some challenges. There's no land out there. You know, fortunately, we've moved into a a different section of the market. And, um, you know, the population here is growing and and the Gold Coast itself is converting to a vertical city. And um, luxury lifestyle apartments are the flavour and that's what people are now looking towards and they're looking at downsizing their family homes and they're moving into beachside apartments with all the facilities and the luxury lifestyle living that that they offer. So dad you can tell he's uh so if you didn't want to buy an apartment on the Gold Coast before this one minute ago now you do right so it's uh belief in the product that you have as well but I think it's what's great is that um see the fact that dad had foresight to see so all the marketing went from phone marketing to facebook social media online zoom calls um you know no inspections uh you know expressions of interest different like what dad said you know units instead of houses like lots of changes and over the last what would say 10 years really hasn't it been changed and now you're in a position where this you know your property business again is on a very 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 successful footing uh doing lots of great things with lots of good people lots of clients got a good team and uh doing great things and uh even to the point where when we're based in what's interesting about this story by the way is we actually moved from when i joined the business in 50 cable avenue in service paradise we moved into the bundle office and it was the same office as the tri-global business dad had with 30,000 clients that uh got decimated the same office we rented there and then came over and then eventually um dad came over here to this this office in service paradise where we're sitting here recording this podcast and um, and now it's running on a like this. It's a very lean, uh, high return on equity business with great product, great uh, great processes, systems. Um, you know, throughout Facebook, it connects with people. Wonderful, great, great hybrid. I would say hybrid model, face to face and online business. Uh, and it helped during COVID. I, COVID would have been hard. What was COVID like for you? How, how, 
Well, when, when COVID came along, you know, the world shut down and um, people were put into lockdown and, and uh, we were part of the construction industry, so our business continued. But, you know, all the staff, they, they started working remotely from home that they because they had to. And But I kept coming and because I was part of this construction industry. And, and what I did find was that even though the world had shut down, that our inquiry level went up dramatically because people had the time to actually do the exploration of the things that they were wanting and their desires to, to achieve. So very quickly, um, because of the work that we'd done that five to seven years earlier in putting the business online, when it did happen, that is COVID, well then our business was very uh, able to quickly respond adapt. and mm. adapt to what what was going on yeah and our inquiry rate went up and our sales rates went up and you know people people's mindset is now different they're making different decisions because of covid they're retiring earlier they're downsizing mm-hmm. earlier they all seem to be moving to the gold coast and, and, <laughs> and, uh, so isn't it interesting so you pos- positioning the business together to be a hybrid model in the earlier days it was bloody um it was very challenging Enchanting, enchanting, challenging. <laughs> uh, I reckon it's just exciting, exciting. Oh, exhilarating. Yeah. When you look back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exhilarating together to do that together. It was just the best. Looking back, it was arguably the greatest business experience of my life. It really helped me. Um, it it sharpened me. Like um, people say to me now, Lloyd, oh, how do you how do you go so well at network marketing? How are you so good at the business and in this and that? And I've got to tell you, like, uh, going through that really challenging period in this business, pivoting it and consulting with it and getting involved in it, selling and going out to people's houses and all the stuff you taught me, that was the best. I've learned more in that time than I ever. And I think everything since then has been easy because it was there's so many challenges to overcome at once uh, post-GFC. And it was just great to be part of that, I think. Like, you know, so it is enchanting now. <laughs> looking back, it's, enchan- it's, it's it's more enchanting looking back than it was at the time, but... That's what you. That's what it takes in business, doesn't it, Dad? Yeah, it, it does. You, you like absolute perseverance, no quit. I'm gonna do this no matter what happens. One of the great lessons that it's taught me in these, you know, particularly with the global financial crisis and particularly with COVID, is the ever importance of continuing to have a, a, a business that's efficient, that's minimal overheads but really focused in building residual income. That, uh, to me, like, um, you know, that to me today is more relevant in my thinking. Hence the reason, be it residual income Mm. or passive income. Yeah. You know, so that you're building a combination of assets that produce passive income. Yeah. You build a business that produces residual income. Yeah. And you naturally build a business that... um, you know, can remain relevant because it's something that is needed by the general public. And, yeah. You know. So would you say like, so, so for example, getting into a business that's going to be here in 30 years or 50 years is important. So people are always going to want property. Yeah. And people are, and, and when you buy assets, be it in shares or property, it's going to be with businesses or assets like real estate. They're going to be here in 50 years. Yeah. Because obviously throughout this story we've just told for you, lots of things have changed in that time. Since you've been in business, yeah, yeah. technology, whole industries have gone. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, like insurance doesn't exist like it used to, even in 20 years, gone. So that's why people, we've got to be careful, right? What Would you say you have to be careful what business you decide to get involved be in? Be very mindful. Mindful, be mindful. Very mindful. Because, you know, experience is, is a collection of knowledge. And, um, you know, somebody asked the question, what would you prefer, experience or knowledge? You know, and the real answer to that is experience over a period of time is a collection of knowledge. Mm. And then with that combined knowledge and experience, be mindful of what your objectives are and what you'd like them to be, not just today, but in 10 years from now and in 20 years from now. You know, it's all relevant to our age and relevant to where we're at in our life and what what our, our desires are and our needs. And sometimes they're a little bit mixed up, you know, some desire, you know, between desire and need. So, you know, be mindful of that. And you, you might not particularly need something, but you have a desire for it. Well, you know, I know you've got to reward yourself but along the journey to make it all worthwhile. But, you know, be careful and be mindful. And make sure you do in, invest and make sure that you do, you know, get involved in businesses that will generate your residual income. So to that point, what? tell us your thoughts on network marketing because uh, this industry has been around for quite some time. You've seen it in different forms as you've been in business and you've spoken to lots of people that in the industry over the years but you've now really understood what it's like because you're earning residual income from also having a side business in a network marketing business together with us so what's your thoughts i want to get your thoughts on network marketing as a business model for people i think as a business model in 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 the 21st century it's something uh, to behold like uh, when i first looked at network marketing in the late 70s you know it, it it offered certain things but the world has changed so much you know, smartphones, the internet, the, the type of uh, companies, the, their products, uh, their compensation plans, uh, the, the way they go about their business model now is, 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 you know, if I was a younger person, I would have um, a lot of, um, uh, I would put a lot of attention to it. Um, I'm putting attention to it now because it's, it's, it's working for me and it's building and I'm building residual income from it, and uh, it excites me. It's an exciting business, and I see a lot of people around the world that, you know, that are part of that business. That the transformations that they've achieved, um, they become better people, better versions of themselves. Like today, the world of network marketing, you know, I believe it's a very, very good model, and the word "good" doesn't really rate it the way it should be, like. With, with network marketing now, when you've got a product that can change people's lives and a product that can be help them become the better version of themselves and you get compensated for it and they can also go out and evolve themselves into a business and generate residual income. Like, you know, and, and it has no overheads, not like traditional businesses. It doesn't, you don't have to buy stock and you don't have to set up leases and you don't have to employ staff all the normal things that uh, you you have exposure to and risk you don't have to borrow money uh, you know and run overdrafts like it's just like to me it's a no-brainer like it really is a no-brainer as a businessman it's the best business model I've seen in my 40 years in business and I'm, 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 I'll go on saying that 
because I don't, I, I, can't, I haven't seen anything better. There you go. Wow. I, 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 I was just having this conversation with Alicia, who's my wife, yesterday. <clears throat> I said to her the same thing. I just, there's no greater business, really, is there? Um, yeah, and you've met a lot of people in network marketing over the years, yeah, but yeah. N- oh, yeah. and um, yeah, that's interesting to get that from you. I just was curious to know. So, uh, I as we sit here today, we're we're in um, May, uh, we're May two thousand twenty-two, and um, we've touched on a fair bit of stuff. It's a it, you know we've covered a lot, but I I wanted to share that my dad's story because I I want to I want him to I want people to be inspired by it because he started out with next to nothing had a very you know very sad to lose his father at a young age didn't have an education you know university educated didn't have come from wealth didn't have, and yet here he is we're sitting here and we just told that story and it's just from one success even with some substantial falls uh, and lessons and failures to, to re-rise so many times and have tremendous success in so many different industries uh, it's just a story that needs to be told so I wanted to tell it because I want to get my dad <laughs> I wanted to do this with him because I want it to be in around forever it's a, it, I'd encourage anyone who've got the parents who've got a, a story you love your parents or you or a close friend or a grandparent to record a story of their life because it's it's history it's legacy and I think all the lessons I've learned, it's important to part that on to other people. So the podcast, Money Grows on Truth, I mean, that's been such a, the, the greatest part of my business and financial success to date. It really has. And so people often ask me how I learned so much, and it's just about hanging around with my dad. Uh, yeah, lots of people I've learned off for sure. There's no doubt about that. But uh, this is really, this is what it's been like, you know, like what happened to those young men hanging around him. And so I think getting around people that have this big vision, that think in a different way that you know like that sacrifice to go and do the work like that's what I take from this and and it's important so I want to now I'm just going to do some quick fire questions I want to get the maximum I want to get I want to pick pick dad's brain a little bit here I don't know if we've 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 gained all the juice we can get from him so I'm going to ask you a few questions see if we can deliver extra value here at the end of this this episode what What's the number one business lesson that someone's taught you? Don't take life for granted. Life goes very quickly. Maximize where you're at in your life today and plan for tomorrow and live life like it's your last day. There you go. So, <laughs> so dad, dad is someone who lives for it for the day. You can tell he lives for the moment. And uh, if anything, he's got a genius for living. There's no doubt about that. I don't think he's... Uh, <laughs> I think that's the most important thing for you, isn't it? Living? It is. It is. Yeah. It's not the money. It's not the... It's living. Uh, so, let me ask you this then. What... What's one of the, what, if you could go back, if you look at all the things you've done over the years and things that you've encountered and experiences, what, are, what do you think is your first, personally your greatest lesson that you've had? Um, I, I, my, my greatest lesson is um, I should have built much, much earlier in my life 
more, more passive income and more residual income so that I had financial freedom a lot earlier in my life and would have been able to, you know, sustain myself and my family and my businesses through those uh, ever-changing times. Like, in my business life, there's been the 82 recession and the 87 share market crash and uh, 9-11 changed the world forever, um, sadly. And then along came the bird flu and the SARS flu and then along come the GFC and then in more recent times, COVID. You know, it just seems to be that every few years there's some challenge that comes to us all. And you need to be prepared for those challenges. And the best way to be prepared for those challenges is to build your businesses so that it does have residual income, build your assets so you do have passive income. And the true, that is the true um, place of financial freedom, which I believe also, uh, you know, contributes substantially to happiness. There you go, far out. Money buys happiness. Uh, quick plug of book. So, um, what <laughs> in the last uh, well fifty odd years of forty years of business? What stands to be your 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 most favourite quote? Well, I like um, that favourite quote: "Have the ability to walk with kings and keep the common touch." By Rajard Kipling. And in more recent times, your quote, build local, grow global. Oh, there you go. Build local, grow global. And of course, walk with kings and keep the common touch. What does that mean? What does that mean? Walk with kings and keep the common touch. Remain humble. Be a nice person. Do, the, do good things for people. And help people. So be successful, but still be, uh, you know, being able to have a conversation with anyone and have respect for everybody. And what would be your number one... So I think we've done the advice thing. So I'll just finish off with a couple of questions here. If you could... If you could... Uh, I want to give some advice to people who are apprehensive to get into business or sales or they're apprehensive to take risk. You seem to be... <laughs> I definitely know you to be someone who... I mean, we're talking to someone who raced motorbikes with no brakes. So I don't think risk is really uh, preventing you doing much. But what would be your advice to those people that are know that they want to play a bigger game? They know they can achieve more, do more, but they're scared to maybe not spend as much time with their family or they're scared of what people think about them or they're scared of rejection or judgment or, you know, they're frightened. What would you say to those people who know they've got something in them but they quite, can't quite do it because of those fears? One of my favourite words in the um, English dictionary is called courage. And um, I believe that courage, when actioned, is, uh, is, is something that I would uh, really in- encourage people in my world that I meet on a day-to-day basis to have. And, you know, I understand people's fear, but, you know, the fear of the unknown, you know, I know that exists... But have the courage and, and you'll be pleasantly surprised if you have that you know, courage to go out and make that step and make that decision and make it happen. And, and you won't look back. You'll just keep looking forward and just keep doing it. So the big thing is have the courage and just do it.
Just do it. All right. All right, Dad, we're at the end of the uh, podcast episode now. We've, we've sat together for the last 98 minutes. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to this episode together we've done that you think that uh, the guys need to hear? Anybody that's listening to this, you know, anytime I can help you in any way or any shape or any form, whatever it might be, whatever subject it might be, I'm always, uh, my door's always open and um, don't ever hesitate to um, ask. And, I'm, you know, we're a family that uh, likes to help people and we're a family that, um, you know, wants to see people do well. And I wish all of you out there well and do your best and live your best life and enjoy it and be happy. All right, awesome. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give Dad a plug here. So if you can go and add him on Facebook, he's got the same name as me. Uh, <laughs> I uh, didn't get into that part of the story, but I'm the fourth Lloyd down in line. So his father was Lloyd and his father was Lloyd. So interesting legacy there. But if you go and add him on Facebook, Lloyd Ross, uh, you can see him there. And if and if he's added you, that's not me, that's him. And uh, where can and I also I want to plug your book here. So let's do that. So Dad's got a book. It's called Shut Up and Buy Property. And you can get it from the website. I'll get Phil to put it in the notes, but it's shutupandbuypropertybook.com, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. That's like something like that. Yeah, it's just, uh, he outsources that part. But th- that's the book to it. So if you want to learn a bit about that, um, if you're thinking about getting into property, you want to learn about property, especially around here in the Gold Coast locally, uh, then definitely go grab that book. Um, I'll get Phil to put in the show notes so that you can click on it. But go add my dad. So he'll, he'll probably get a, he'll probably get a, you'll probably get added by him before 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 you, you add him. But he'll message him and... Um, he definitely is uh, one of the most wonderful human beings on planet Earth, no doubt about that. And some of the things that he's achieved is just inspiring. So I'm glad everyone now has a bit of insight into, uh, into the story of my, the incredible true story, actually, of how Dad's become very successful in different areas. So hope that's been inspirational for you guys, and uh, it just proves you that money does grow on trees as long as you plant the right ones. So enjoy that, and uh, I'll see you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees podcast. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 